Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, hit it shot. Oh, baby, what a play. This is Jeff Bedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in Casey and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I discuss the Chiefs' 15th consecutive victory over the Broncos, preview the season-ending game against the Raiders, and discuss what it's like dealing with such a devastating NFL injury like uh, Bill Safety. Damar Hamlin sadly suffered. Uh, but before we get into those serious weighty topics, Joe, uh, let's let's start with the Chiefs a little bit. Uh, the, the Chiefs are sleepwalking a little bit through the last month. You know, the sneaking by lousy teams, including last week's, last weekend's 27-24 win against the Broncos. Now comes the Raiders team that just sent their franchise quarterback home. You know, almost has like preseason vibes a little bit. Joe, are you concerned or will the Chiefs be able to kind of flip the switch come playoff time? Kind of like how those great Phil Jackson Lakers teams used to do. Yeah. Jeff, I love your analogy, sleepwalking. That's God. I don't think I could have summed that up any better because that's what it seems like. Um, it just seems like they're doing enough to get it done, um, and no more. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, it's their skin of their teeth. It was a, a term that came. I was texting with a friend over the weekend, mm-hmm. and you know, we were kind of going back and forth about uh, you know the whole Broncos country. Let's ride, and of course, you know. He was like Chiefs country, and I'm like, let's ride, you know, and and uh, and I said by the skin of our teeth, and that term c- came up, you know, and and that's what it just seems like. Um, I can't. It's really hard to pinpoint what it is. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes is having a career type year. Um, their defense at times looks amazing. Um, they, you know, they're getting things going a little bit in the running game um remember when remember when we were so concerned about that that seems like it's not even a concern anymore you know yeah i mean it could have rushed a little you know could have you know could have done a little bit more i mean yeah, I, it I wasn't saw, their best game again it wasn't but, their best but game overall, you know, right. but overall i think you know they're still you know beating teams in 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 uh you know yards per play and they're just they just seem to be playing down to competition mm-hmm. which which is not hard to do in the NFL. It's easy mm-hmm. to fall into that trap, you know, when you're week in and week out. It's a long season and I just hope that, you know, sometimes in those situations, Jeff, it's like, you know, like a race car. You can't just drive a race car slow and then think that it's going to hit 200 plus miles an hour you know, at some point it, you have to run that car fast to keep it mm-hmm. going fast. And and I'm maybe using that analogy, uh, overstretching it a little bit, but th- that's how I'm kind of thinking of this. I just hope that there's no gunk in the carburetor and cars don't even have carburetors anymore, but you know, I just hope there's no gunk in the carburetor when, when the playoffs start, um, and that they have all these kinks worked out and they put that complete game together because still haven't seen it. Right. If, mm-hmm. if it's not one thing, it's another, you know, if it's, uh, if it's, if it's defense secondary, giving up too many big plays, it, it's, and they shore things up. It's, we don't get it going in the running game. And then mm-hmm. if we don't get it going in the running game, we struggle in special teams. Like we can't get the right. perfect right. and nobody plays a perfect game, but we can't get the complete game together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what probably has a lot of fans puzzled. 
has me puzzled and probably has the coaching staff puzzled because they don't not want to be playing complete games. Um, there's something, some element is missing in the formula for sure. You know, Bill Parcells credited those really competitive NFC East. Well, when, when he was a Giants head coach, credit those really competitive NFC East games when back then the Redskins were great, the Giants were great, the Eagles, and, and then the Cowboys would have the, the, the triplets dynasty is, is kind of preparing them for the playoffs. Originally, we thought before the season that the AFC West was going to be so tough that all the teams were going to be kind of beaten down. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's like a happy medium between what the Chiefs are going yeah. to do now and then you want to be challenged, but you don't want to be just, you know, have be so challenged that you're really kind of worn down mm-hmm. by the playoff season. I, you know, I, I don't know, Joe, did iron yeah. sharpen, sharpen iron? Or what, what, what do you think here? I don't I have a really good question. It's a great point because, <laughs> you know, not to change. I'm going to stay on. I'm staying on the subject, obviously, but but not to turn it to the NFC East because you mentioned them. Mm-hmm. They are de- – that's happening to them right now. Mm-hmm. What's happening to the NFC East is exactly what I was afraid was going to happen to the AFC West. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like mirror image. Isn't that funny? Wow. And here I am. You know, I live in Philadelphia, and I follow the Eagles, obviously, my boyhood team. Um, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm watching that same thing happen. The Eagles can't – clinch this home field, right? They're, they're, and this does relate to to the Chiefs and the AFC West. I don't want people to think I'm going whole N- NFC East centric here. But, you know, you know, the, Jalen Hurts is hurt. Um, the Eagles can't seem to get it together to clinch this home field. The Washington Commanders have fallen off of the, you know, kind of off the wagon there and, uh, you know, are falling out of playoff contention where at one point the entire NFC East was going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it looked like that could be a big possibility. It was a good possibility. Um, you know, the Cowboys are they're the Cowboys. They're going to find something's going to happen to them. And the Giants will 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 limp in. Like, this is exactly – I'm watching what I was afraid of was going to happen to the AFC West. Now, the AFC West, I think, is going through another – like you said, can we, ha- can we get a happy medium where, like – yeah, like what are the Raiders going to do to get the Chiefs ready for the playoffs? Now, a lot, a lot of it obviously depends on what happens with you know the home field or, or not, right? So, if 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 the if if somehow the Chiefs get that number one seed, we're going to see a completely different Raiders week than we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't going to be the Raiders week of of nineteen you know ninety one where you know we had to win you know two games back to back against the Raiders, right? That's just that's just not going to happen. You know, it, it's just definitely not going to be a Raiders week that we're used to, mm-hmm. um, for sure. So, uh, yeah, it, God, Jeff, you, you're bringing up so you're stumping me today because these questions are great and they're, they're questions that we've all been asking ourselves. What's better? Is it better to, like you said, iron sharpening iron, and you're just like you're 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 just on high alert for the entire season, and you're you know, you're working or do you, do you need a buy air quote by week every once in a while to, to let your players rest and have an easy game where you can try out new plays, new formations, mm-hmm. uh, try new players at different positions, do different things to make you ready for the playoffs. Um, I, I think Jeff, I, th- I think if I had to, now that I'm talking through it, I would say that I think that, I think you'd want, a, I think you want a happy medium, mm-hmm. you know, I think you want, 
you know, no team has ever gone undefeated, right, since the 1972 Dolphins. So we haven't ever seen that. So nobody's going to play that perfect season. And that's going to, especially now with 17 games, that's going to be really hard to do. And with the parity of the league. I'm going with, I'm going with happy medium. Mm-hmm. If I had to, that was the longest answer to get to the shortest <laughs> question or the longest answer to get to a short question uh, is I, I'm going happy medium. I think there needs to be, you know, if you come in where you've had some tough games, some good road wins, games where you had to pull it out, but you were always beating the teams handily that you needed to beat. And I, I think that's maybe the happy medium that this team is not finding right now. And they're not really beating teams that handily that they should be beating. They're winning, but they're not beating them. Right. Well, Joe, the talk of the NFL right now, of course, is the uh, the horribly sad, devastating injury to uh, Demar Hamlin on Monday Night Football, the Bills' safety. Um, you, you think of comparisons in NFL history, and one of them was in 1992 when when Dennis Bird, different injury, but so serious, and the, the way it stopped play. Uh, Dennis Bird of the New York Jets became paralyzed on play. Joe, you were blocking him. You were the right tackle uh, for the Chiefs on that game. Kind of take listeners through uh, the, your emotions. What what is like to have that kind of devastating injury during the game, and how you come back from that? Yeah, yeah, Jeff. There, there you know, November 29th, nineteen ninety two. You know, it's stuck in my my brain, um, etched in my memory. Is you know a day that I'll I'll never forget. Um, you know, I, I had my hands on Dennis when he collided with Scott Mercer. We were both he, John Alt and I were pushing our guys past the pocket, um, and they collided and and uh, caught a caught a piece of Dave Craig. We both of us got short corners, and uh, you know, the emotion that you feel immediately. Well, anytime you see a player go down, opponent or teammate, right? First thing is, man, I hope they're okay, right? Because it's a brotherhood, it's a fraternity, and you don't want to see players get hurt. And and the players that that work to hurt other players or seemingly do shouldn't be in the league. Um, and, and so I think, you know, you, you kind of just to get that out of the way, you always feel for players who get hurt, especially when you know it's going to be serious, right? Cause it's their livelihood and it's, it's, you have a, a very short window to have this career. A lot of work goes into it, years of preparation, and you don't want it to be cut short for something that, you know, maybe could have been prevented or, you know, uh, for a freak injury. And so there's always those injuries and, you know, you kind of just know that that's part of the game, you know, players that players who haven't had at least some kind of it, what I would call a more than minor injury. um, They're probably not playing a lot (laughs) if they haven't had one because, you know, you're going to, something's going to happen, you know, Mm -hmm. on the field. It's just that the chances are, are high. You know, obviously the chances are very Slim, as we see by the 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 number of these kind of things that happen on a football field, at least in the NFL, um, you know, it's you, you, you kind of put those out of your mind, right? Because you you just know you know there's the risk of these very serious type injuries, um, you know, semi, you know, in, in some of these cases, I would I don't know if this is the right medical term, but like semi life threatening, you know, things like what happened to Dennis Bird on that on that fateful day, right, where he, you know, lost the use of his legs um, and was never able to play football again. Mike Utley was another player for the Lions. Freak thing. You know, he 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 was blocking a defensive lineman, defensive lineman jumped up in the air to try to bat the ball down, came down on his neck, 
didn't look like anything. You're like, okay, just came down on his head. We all have head butted something in our lives. You didn't have to play football to have, you know, fallen and like bumped your head or something, right? You, you fall off a bike or whatever. And, you know, and then all of a sudden Mike Utley doesn't never walks again. He's been in a wheelchair his entire life since, since that moment. And you're just like, wow, like, okay, that's crazy that those things can happen. But, you know, as a player, you put them out of your mind because you, for a lot of players, the, 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 the the uh the rewards are, are greater than the risk you know the benefits of playing in the nfl from just a competitive perspective and you know uh today especially the dollars and you know what it can do to players financially it's they just kind of like people just outweigh it they just they love playing the game and they take the risk this one was so different though because like when dennis got hurt we knew probably within I would say, you know, time kind of stands still. So it's hard to remember back now, you know, almost 30 years to, to the actual timing, but it, it, if it was probably only 30 or 45 seconds before we really knew he was hurt, like really hurt. Like it wasn't, he didn't tear his ACL, right. He didn't, you know, pop a disc in his back or like, you know, where, you know, he was not moved, like he wasn't moving and short of moving his arm. So, those situations, it just like ratchets up, right? When you see a guy writhing in pain, grabbing his knee or banging the ground, like you kind of know, all right, it, like he's hurt and you don't want him to be hurt, but you're like, okay, the game has to go on, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've got to keep playing and and that's just part of the game. But when you see players, you know, and then you go to the next level, you go to the Mike Utley, Dennis Bird level where, you know, thank goodness they both didn't you know, go into some kind of cardiac arrest or like where they were hurt so bad that their heart stopped. Um, you know, you're kind of like, all right, he's going to get up. Like he's going to get on, he's going to get on the stretcher, both in both cases, both players, you know, gave the thumbs up when they were carried off in the stretcher. Like, all right, we, we've seen that before. Right. And you just kind of put it out of your mind for that game. And then you kind of live with the ramifications later. And, you know, this one though, so that's like level B, right? There's a level C, there's a level B. And then this one was like level A. I mean, this he needed to be revived, Jeff. Like, like, you know, there was a chance, not that there wasn't a chance that Dennis or Mike couldn't have actually passed away on the field, but like there was a really good chance that he could have. Mm-hmm. And and you're just like, wow, like, all right, this game has to end. Like, you know, this they can't no no one can even think about playing this game because those other injuries players can put a little bit out of their mind. Uh-huh. Something like this, witnessing something like this, that's so devastating. Um, you, you can't play the game of football, which is a violent game. It's an emotional game. It's a high paced, high stake game. You can't, you can't play it immediately after that. Like you can't like, you just can't like, there's no way those players could, it, somebody else would have gotten hurt. I, and that would have been a fear. Is it like, and then you're thinking, well, why are we playing this game? Like how, how important is it? And so, yeah. Do you remember if, you know, when I, at first, you know, we, we think, Oh, it, whenever you see a player down, you're like, Oh man, it, it might be a concussion in this day and age, which is a very serious injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, this went to a whole nother level, but then when they brought the ambulance, out that's kind of when my antenna went up i was like geez i don't remember that do you remember if for dennis bird they brought the ambulance out on the field or is it such just like a fog of war thing you don't remember 
I don't think they did. I, I, I'd have to, gosh, I'd have to go back and watch the video or, or try to remember back, but I don't think they did wow. Jeff. I, and I don't think they did for Mike Utley either. I think it was the, they carted him off the field on a stretcher. Mm -hmm. So, you know, took all the precautions, you know, cut the helmet off, you know, um, you know, took the, you know, I'm, I'm trying to remember if both for both of them, they even took their helmets off. Um, but, you know, try to cut through some of the pads and stuff mm. like that to get, you know, p get them stable. Cause you don't want to move somebody too much. Right. If you think yeah. there's a suspected, remember sometimes with these neck injuries, you know, they're suspected neck injuries, right? Because you don't, you don't, you can't take an x-ray or an MRI right there on the field. Mm. You got to get the player off the field into some medical care. And I think at that point, players are like, all right, well, the optimist in all players, right? Because you have to be an optimist to play this game. You can't be a pessimist. You could, right. could you, you, you'd go crazy. The optimist, is like, all right, he's gonna, he's gonna be fine. He's, she, he, he, maybe he just jammed his neck and he couldn't feel his leg, had a little tingle, and he's gonna get up and walk. And so you kind of put it out of your mind until later. And we didn't find out that Dennis was, you know, paralyzed and he was going to be paralyzed probably for hours after the game right maybe even somewhere on the flight home or or maybe even after that maybe when we landed because you know you just you know back then especially the social media and stuff wasn't around but in a situation like this man the emotion that you saw out on that field was real because you know players are thinking about that could have been me you know and and um that th this kind of really could have almost happened to anybody and and i think i i so you know, the, definitely the ambulance ratchets things up to the nth degree, right? Because you know that that is immediate care, right? When 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 defibrillators are coming out and people are doing CPR, that's that's for real. Like I've never that's you, you just don't ever see that, right? You don't. There's never you know even as as serious as the injuries to like a Mike Utley or you know Daryl Stingley or or Dennis Bird, like you, nobody needed to do CPR. And and that's that's what I think really took this to the nth degree. Well, just know uh, we're prayers with Demar Hamlin. We're thinking about him and his family. Uh, wanted to mention that before we go into our ad read here. Well, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL on bowl season to esports, you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, players' news, game trends. It's all at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to Bet Online AG to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, Joe, now that we've talked about the, the mo more important part, of the devastating Hamlin injury, just the emotional effect and the, our our thoughts and prayers of the players. Um, there are some logistics involved. Um, and, and the Chiefs today, uh, we're recording it Tuesday. We're posting the pod on Wednesday. They canceled their Tuesday media session. Tuesday's typically a day off throughout the NFL, but since the Chiefs play on Saturday, um, they, they were going to do media Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off and, and a travel day. Um, anyhow, they, they, so they, which is an unusual move that they canceled that. And they've, so I'm wondering if they're almost kind of waiting to hear from the league on, on certain manners. Uh, anyhow, they've, they've announced the NFL has announced they won't play the, the Bills Bengals game in week 18. My theory is they play in week 19 and maybe get rid of the 
buy before the Super Bowl week because, I mean, this game, uh, you know, has very important uh, stakes. I mean, the home field advantage is is on the line, and I'm I'm sure the Bills want to play for Hamlin in the sense they wouldn't want that to be docked, you know, home field advantage from missing a game, and you can't just give them a tie or give them a win. That's not fair to the Chiefs. Joe, how do you think this shakes out? logistics work. yeah it's you know it's a really touchy tricky subject right to approach because no one wants to minimize anything you know that happened from you know from the injury perspective right i mean that is no one no one wants that to you know to 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 to, to be in any way disrespectful to demar hamlin or his family or the players and both teams witnessed it the fans that were there like nobody wants that but you know there there is that 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 broader question that that the league is it it, it has to go on right i mean it, there's 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 too much invested in 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 what has been up to this point and then what will be coming after right because it's you know there's there's 32 teams there's you know 50 60 players per team there's front office there's there's a lot of people that this that's also their livelihood as well mm-hmm um advertisers sponsors right it's it's a big it's a very 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 big game and it's you know it's no different than you know in in business you know god forbid someone loses a colleague at work i mean you have to get mourn and then you know you go through you know the stages and then you know the business goes on and because people are depending on you for your work and you know so you know, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a really tough, it's a tough, it's a tough topic to broach because you don't, no one wants to be insensitive to it, mm-hmm. but, but you're right. There are, there are, this game was, that's another thing too, Jeff, just to, to one little aside is think about how many people were watching this game that might not have typically been watching a, a Monday night game, right? I because was, mo- the Monday night games have been so, oh God, yeah. they've been so lackluster. So, and speaking of that, I, I, I watch, you know, I'm a, big enough football nerd i watched the like lesser monday night games but yeah. I, I was so excited like i was joe i was looking forward to this game all day talking about a uh, a range of emotions i went from just and you know it looked it had the beginnings of this is going to be an epic game and i was so excited to you yeah. know and, then getting downright re- depressed as we feel so bad for for the demar hamlin and his teammates yeah so you know like god i think i just as an aside i just think about all the people who who were watching that live you know and the effect emotional effect that that's going to have on them other players that were mm-hmm. watching the game right i mean come on if it's the the broncos versus the rams yeah, like is are you know are the are the uh you know are the philadelphia eagles or the chiefs all getting together at somebody's house to watch the game probably not right because it's the broncos and rams but like i'm sure there was a lot of players more players than usual watching this game live. I mean, it's just, that just throws a whole nother emotional wrench uh, into the gears. Um, But, you know, yeah, Jeff, I mean, there's probably a lot of speculation about what the NFL is going to do. They're going to get questioned on both sides, right? If they, if they act too soon, you know, they're going to be, oh, well, they're insensitive and they're not thinking about the players and not thinking about what's really important in life. And if they wait too long, you know, people are going to say, Hey, you know, you, this, you know what what's the deal right you've got to make a decision here about how this affects all the other teams and how it's going to affect a season that has been invested in by a lot of people players and businesses so it's a really really tricky uh situation to to maneuver through and i don't you know i don't envy anybody who's in these situations trying to cover it in the media 
trying to deal with it as, as the NFL, trying to do it as the teams, right? Because, you know, like you said, I mean, the, the Bills and the Bengals, having seen that, aren't going to want DeMar's memory, uh, you know, I, I listen, he's still alive, I know that, but like his, they don't want his that part of his legacy to be remembered that, you know, he ended the NFL season, right? Like this was a dream of his to play in the NFL. You know, I saw some great videos of him approaching his family before games and what he's done in the community. And I don't think, I don't think anybody would want to, um, you know, for his, his, his legacy to not be something, you know, he was doing something that he really loved, right. He was playing football. And, and that's where this happened. So it's a really, really, really tough situation. Um, but I think they have to come to some conclusion about what they're going to do. And I think I think the NFL just needs to let some time sit. And I'm sure they probably have a plan. But I think they're I think waiting to see how things turn out for DeMar and his family, I think, are probably is probably a good a good move. And then I'm sure the NFL players Knowing what I've seen on social media, knowing the mentality of a lot of players and the brotherhood feeling that you get in this fraternity, they're going to deal with whatever is most respectful to DeMar Hamlin. And if it means eliminating the week before the Super Bowl and the two Super Bowl teams don't get a bye, the NFL players are going to go, we did the right thing for DeMar Hamlin and his family. Um you know, if they just go, hey, Bills and Bengals, uh, let's see, it's uh, Tuesday, fly out on Friday, we'll push the next game back to Tuesday. It's like, oh, people will be like, come on. You know, they're going to be like, wait a minute, that's too soon. And so, you know, I I, I know that the players will be A-OK. And that to me is the most important. Those are the, the, the people in the locker room. And in the front offices, I think are the most important in this situation. And fans are just going to have to deal with it. In the, and businesses, sponsors, all those other people, they're just going to have to deal with whatever is the most respectful to Demar Hamlin, um, given you know this the gravity of the situation. So, yeah, I think that's a an absolute possibility, Jeff. Just push everything back a week and forget the bye week for the Super Bowl. And I I know I know in my heart that that players and front office people and the people that are involved in the game itself are going to be a okay with that because it's probably the most respectful thing to do. And, you know, I think playoff seating is going to matter because I, I, I don't see any way the chiefs lose uh, to the Raiders, you know, otherwise if, if they had lost, you're like, all right, well, maybe we can throw this, this, this game yeah. out. But I think home field is going to be on the line. And Joe, when you think of <clears> the chiefs Raiders rivalry, you think of the most noteworthy player who played for the both teams, Marcus Allen. Well, he he's he's golfing in the 2023 Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions uh, from January 19th to 22nd. So I spoke to him about that event. Um, you know, he said people always ask him to pick a team, Chiefs or Raiders, but he roots for both of them. He really roots for just more than the team colors, relationships, players he played with. Raiders game, I kind of feel the script, I think – I think the Raiders are going to jump out early. That's what they that they've done. But I think the Chiefs come back and win. That's kind of the playbook of of the the Raiders season. Uh, you know, including what they did last week against a really good 49ers team. But then the 49ers won the end, and including the pre previous meeting with the Chiefs when they jumped out seventeen nothing. But of course, the Chiefs came back. You think that's I going to happen too again this game against the Raiders? Uh, 
I, I, I got to be honest. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound overly optimistic. I, I don't. I don't even know if the Raiders have 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 anything in the tank to even jump out early on this team. I, I you know, they're just a team in complete disarray. Um, I, I, I just, I just see the Chiefs just put putting one on them. Um, you know, just because they know that it's a must-win game, especially given that they're probably not. Well, obviously, if they play the Bengals Bills game after this game. They know that they've got to go out and 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 play their play their best. I, I think they're going to want to jump on them quick, and and I think the Chiefs are going to do that. I I I just can't see, I just can't see this team pulling it together right now to put together an effort that could, you know, that could really stop the Chiefs. Um, it, crazier things happen in the NFL and in week. Well, now we'll, I guess we have to say week 18, right? With the bye week and everything. Um, but like in, in week 18, um, I just, I just can't see, you know, I just can't see the, 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 the Raiders pulling this one out I, or even jumping out early. I, I know that's usually the MO in this game and the Chiefs always put the pedal to the metal, but I can't see, I just can't see that happening this year. I think the Chiefs are going to want to have a game plan um, going into this game that, like you said, is going to help them prepare propel into the playoffs as opposed to limping in and that's that's my hope um and hope shouldn't be a strategy but it's what i think is going to happen this week and i think i think the chiefs win this game handily you know 31 to 10 and they walk you know walk out of there you know uh with a with a really really great regular season under their belt from a wins and losses perspective not probably all the games that the fans wanted to see them win the way they won them but you know it's pretty tough to to go through this league and, 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 a, and have a three, a three loss season for sure. Any concerns about, um, you know, it's funny. I had seen Jared Stidham, their new quarterback after they've uh, benched Carr. Uh, I had seen him with the Patriots and he, you know, did not look good. He, he, he basically didn't look like he should be in the NFL. He looked that, that bad when they were, he was kind of jockeying with Brian Hoyer for, um, for, for, for a backup role. But he looked he played very well against a really tough 49ers defense mm-hmm. for 365 yards. Um, they put up 34 points. Any concerns there? Well, I, I think this is going to be, you know, going back to, to not to make this about the Eagles, but like going back to the to the Gardner Minshew game against the Cowboys, like first game out of the gate, kind of making me think Peter's about luck. A little bit. Yeah, you know, good good term, Jeff. Like that that first game out, you got nothing to lose, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, reality sets in. I, I watched it happen last week with the Eagles, right? Gardner had that unbelievable game against the Cowboys, right, putting up all those points. And then, and then, and then this week against the Saints, he just, you know, I'm not saying he laid an egg, but it just wasn't the game he probably thought he was going to have coming out of the – you know, out of that Cowboys loss, which was, you know, which was an amazing game for, for, for both him and the Eagles, I think, given, given their, their time without Jalen Hurts. I, so I, I, that's why I'm just kind of like, uh, if history repeats itself, that's what I think we're going to see is a little bit of a sophomore slump, you know, where a player just kind of like was riding high on the emotion. And then all of a sudden the, the reality sets in that, oh man, you know, now, now everybody's got a little film on me. You know, and uh, the 49ers, had no, they had no film on him, right? right? Where, what are his tendencies? Where does he look? Uh-huh. The D-backs don't know where his eyes are going. You know, uh, you know, now all of a sudden there's film. They can they can see, you know, other, you know, you know, the Chiefs now are going to be able to see the formations that that he likes. 
And I think they're going to be able to put together a game plan to kind of shut him down, especially if they get pressure, right? If Chris Jones keep rushing the way he's rushing, um, it could be a long day. It could be a long day for him. So, you know, I, I don't want to be overly optimistic about this one, but I think all things are kind of pointing to a, a pretty sizable Chiefs win. Bet online has the uh, spread at seven and a half. And I, I'm kind of liking that. And again, I do think – I'm just, you know, the Raiders have been up early on so many games and they just collapse in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think the same thing is going to happen. And I think, you know, when they get into the fourth quarter, it's going to be in the back of their minds. And I think the, the Chiefs do win. They sweep the AFC West uh, this year very impressively. Um, well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.